0: You're listening to the Patient Advocacy Now podcast, presented by Greater National Advocates. It's just gut-wrenching sometimes. Like if it's sad and they're crying, I might cry. (laughs) Amazing how many doctors do not even want to treat somebody who has Medicaid. Medical system is about making money. And I said, so are you hiring more nurses or you're just telling each nurse to work harder? You as humans. diseases don't just stop in one community. Diseases keep going and they keep matriculating. They keep going. Well, everybody needs help. So can little old Sandra who has this little cottage, a non-profit, make it grow like that? No. But if I, if I collaborate with other people who can, then at least being a little tiny part of it makes it all worthwhile. There are templates that physicians use, a lot of healthcare professionals use, from an electronic medical record system and those templates auto-populate, and then you're supposed to go in and change things. Well, the auto-population of those, while it might feel time efficient, also lends itself to errors. So things can get documented that didn't actually happen. What population do you find yourself working with uh, the most now? Interestingly, um, I work with slightly more people who are not seniors than who are seniors, and I I think that that speaks to our healthcare system. Do you find that that's a very common story with nurses that they're overworked, underappreciated, that like the the type of lifestyle is just unrealistic for them? I think so. I mean, that's why we you know hear so much about burnout, moral injury, you know. I think most of nurses really have a you know, big heart and they really care about the patients. But at one point, they become kind of, you know, they have to protect their life, right? They have to you know, protect their livelihood and, you know, they're going to lose their initial intent. You know, to be a nurse and it's really sad let's say i'm a you know 65 year old man i am a solar solo, solo agent i come to you and i say i don't know if i should stay in my condo or i should move to a retirement facility is that something you would help them kind of sort out oh that's a big one yes and um and it's a favorite of mine too because people need to shift into the mindset that you know your home is your tool and it, your tool supposed to suit you, serve you. You're not supposed to serve your tool. And so we find people that stay in the place too long that doesn't suit them. The biggest suggestion that I have for everybody across the board is work with the provider first. Okay. Okay. Because here's the deal. They want to get paid. So yeah. if your claim has been denied, many times those providers... Um, We'll have either a denial department or a claims team that will be working denials. So if it gets denied, go back to the provider and see who's working that claim on the inside as the provider. The patients are at a higher stress level when they, that's natural, right? When you go into a hospital, you don't know what's wrong with you. And that's when you're- Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go up and the numbers dial down. The medication dosages is increased. So explaining to them the importance of you know the lowering the stress level. What can they do at home to do that? What kind of support system do, do they have? If somebody's really you know wanting to regain their quality of life because this is what happens, it's usually people who are you know on, on the side of the I say the complex side, someone who may have been extremely active, um, athletic, and all of a sudden they're just they're, they're, their life's just overnight has changed. Um, individuals who've lost their quality of life and they want it back, I I can attest that I would do anything to get my quality of life back. There's a whole lot more that a pharmacist can do in depth and we're trained for that and we look for that. And as a pharmacist who works with seniors, I have the background in geriatric pharmacy and to be able to know what I'm looking for and how that's going to change as they age. A big thank you and a happy 2024 to everyone watching. We're excited to share even more of the Patient Advocacy Now podcast with you this year in our second season. If you would like to be featured on the podcast, we always welcome submissions from potential guests. Send an email to podcast at gnanow.org. That's podcast at gnanow.org. Dot .org and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your platform of choice to get the latest episodes delivered to you right as they come out.